Hey, welcome to Third World Gaming. My name is Martin, and today is our ESGS 2018 episode. Yes, also known as the Electronic Sports and Gaming Summit 2018, which happened last week at the SMX Convention Center at MOA in Pasay City. All three days I grabbed certain friends of mine and certain brands that were interested in hooking up with us and sitting down for an interview. So all three days, most of the time I was cooped up upstairs in the media room. That said, I would like to give a special thanks and shout outs to the people of GG Network, Garite Concepts, and Mr. Uh, Jason Dyrit for allowing us access to this special room which included a interview room area. So there were three interview booths that I could choose from and during day one and two no one was using it much so hey I had the time they had vacancies so I grabbed as much of my friends as I could during those first two days before the last day was a bit more occupied. But I still got to hang out with some friends and got to chat with them. So the first part of my round of interviews here involves certain booths that were in ESGS. And some of them included my friends. So you'll hear some new voices and some old voices that you've heard from past episodes of Third World Gaming featuring Critical Index. Right now... We've got a special one for you, starting off with the HP, or right now we got something special cooked up for the first part of the interview, featuring Omen by HP and their ambassador during that weekend, Miss Ian Mercado. Afterwards, we're going to talk about the guys at Shadow Factory. Here's a little note, before we even went to ESGS, um, we felt very, very touched that someone actually emailed us here at Channel 14 and it was a representative of Shadow Factory. So thank you for giving your time to have a sit-down interview, sirs and ma'ams of Shadow Factory. That's going to be the next interview. After the first two, we also have with us the representative of Razor, ZGoldPH talking about their booth who had a MOBA tournament during the first three days. Fort, oh man, you know this guy. His name is Dax from Dax Casts, and he gave us the lowdown on Zowie and the one versus one Overwatch tournament his booth had during ESGS 2018. And finally, you know, my favorite, because it's not every day you see this inside an ESGS convention. It's Adventures Anonymous with my college friend, Small World, by the way. I, I was surprised this happened. By my college friend, Migs. He's going to talk to us about their D&D group doing some D&D on all three days of ESGS at MOA SMX. So, running it down again. First interview you're going to hear is Omen by HP. Next would be Shadow Factory. Next would be 
Razor Z Gold P8. After that would be my friend Dax and Zowie. And finally, rounding off this first category of ESGS boots that I saw and talked with is Adventures Anonymous with MIGS. All right, guys, take it away. All right, guys, we got a very special guest here. She's going to talk about the Omen booth that was here at ESGS 2018. We got none other than Miss Ian Mercado herself. Good day to you, Miss Mercado. How are you doing right now? Hey, everyone. Yeah, I'm doing fine. And thank you so much for interviewing me today. It's like, it's an honor. I, at first, I was grabbing my friend Alvin, <laughs> but he was too shy to go on the mic. So he said, I can do you better. Here's Miss Ian. <laughs> Salamat, Alvin. So yes, care to tell us about the booth of Omen here at ESGS. What's up? Actually, this is the first time that Omen by HP had a booth in ESGS. And um, we have a lot of activities. There's like VR station. And also there's um, activities such as Last Man Standing. You have to play PUBG. And if you reach a certain rank, you'll receive a prize for, um, from Omen by HP. And also we have um, the Tekken play free to play PUBG oh. free to play and also um, a Fortnite free to play so I heard that you're gonna be fighting against a pool of visitors in the booth and there will be prizes yes um, we'll be having a war zone or war mode war mode um, fight with me so that's one versus one I so we have I'm, I'm the 10th player but there will be the first nine oh. and the winner would take on the first day, we'll take um, Omen 1,100, uh, 1, 1, um, mechanical keyboard. And also, um, on day two and day three, they can take home the mind-frame headset. Oh. Yeah. So if there were winners of day one and day two and day three, congratulations. You have beaten the master player herself, Ian Mercado. And uh, any other things we have to talk about here? I heard there's a raffle. We have a free raffle that's free of, free of, you don't have to buy anything. So if you just go to the booth, you can get the raffle stuff. And the winner of, there will be three winners every day of an Odyssey backpack. That's 15.6 um, inches gaming backpack from Omen by HP. All right. And speaking of Miss Ian, care to tell us about yourself here? We saw you actually last year in ASDS 2017. How... Are you? I mean, how is the experience right now from last year to this year? Does it have a bigger feel for 2018 for you right now? Actually, I've been seeing a lot of uh, booths mm -hmm. than before, and it's getting bigger because I think ES is like totally getting bigger, and I really love the crowd. I really love the gaming community, and yeah, um, I hosted at HyperX last year, mm -hmm. and also at Mineski. But right now, I got in Omen by HP and I'm really, really happy. Alright, thanks Miss Ian. And uh, where may we find you on social media and on the internet? So you can um, follow me on Tamago, that's tamago.app.link slash Panda and also facebook.com slash Mercado. Thank you again Miss Ian Mercado and thank you Omen by HP for giving us this time for the interview. I'll see you guys around here this weekend on ESGS 2018. Thanks so much, Miss Ian. Thank you so much, guys. And right now we have a brief interview with the folks here over at Shadow Factory. They are a company from Hong Kong and Toronto. Their booth has a VR 
simulation and they have some games right now on tap for ESGS 2018 so gents kindly introduce yourselves to the third world gaming audience good day good day this is Bryant Robinson I'm uh, account director at uh, Shadow Factory Hong Kong office happy to be here hi I'm Carlos from Hong Kong office as well a senior copywriter and really really happy to be here super excited it's day one and it's, everything's immense all right Nice to meet you guys. Uh, care to tell us what we can expect here from Shadow Factory's booth at ESGS 2018? Uh, yeah, we're. Uh, this is our first time at ESGS 2018. I think it's his fifth year, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, see, seeing how it's been in the past few years, our company's only like been around for two. So ESGS is actually a little older than our company. So. We we brought we brought our stuff. We have everything in the backpack. Pulled out a, a nice couple VR experiences, a couple games that we put together. Uh, we do a we we do games. We also do like a bunch of other things in AR apps, and then maybe some boring corpy stuff that would be really really good for for different brands for different industries. But yeah, every now and then when we when we have time and we do things for fun, we we we'd put out like a party game or a horror game or something like that. So yeah. So yeah, speaking of that, what games do you have here for ESGS for this weekend? Okay. So uh, we're very excited. Um, we have two projects that we've been working on hard. Uh, one is a game called Grab Bag, which uh, allows you to choose different levels. And it's sort of a ride and catch style game. So you're riding on a tram and some uh, objects are, are flying at you and you can catch them. It's kind of like that, that Beat Saber uh, feel, which is very popular now. Um, another is a game called Hang Up, which is uh, launched just before uh, Halloween, which is a bit of a horror uh, aspect to it. Uh, we're very excited about this game. There's, um, there is a lot of voice talent that went into putting this piece together, and the user actually gets to go in and try to piece together a, um, a mystery. Uh, by listening in to different conversations via an operator switchboard. So it's quite, uh, it's quite good, w very well received. We're taking a look at some of the, um, the reviews that have been happening on YouTube and different video channels, and, and uh, people are very excited about it. So we're launching these two uh, experiences here at the, the conference and uh, letting everyone have a, have a try. Any parting words to our audience who are listening right now? Where can they find you on social media and online? Okay, well, we have a, a website, which is uh, www.shadowfactory.io. We also have a, um, a Facebook page where everyone can go. Actually, we're giving away this weekend a um, Oculus Go. So anyone who is attending, they can uh, give their name and their email address and enter for a chance to win an Oculus Go, which will stream live on the drawing, I think, on Sunday, and people can uh, have a chance to win. It's new technology. It's uh, it's hard to get here in in the Philippines. So uh, stop by the booth and give it a try. And uh, belated congrats on who's gonna get that? Cause <laughs> when we hear this, like the week after, so I, I wonder who's gonna be winning this on Sunday. So wishing those guys luck. Wishing everyone luck. And if it's you listening right now, thank you for signing up and winning the Oculus by Shadow Factory. Anyway, thank you so much, Sir Branch, Sir Carlos. We hope to see you again next year here at ESGS 2019. Yes, sounds good. Thank you very much. Thank you to all your listeners.
Thank you. Thank you, everybody over at Third World Gaming. Great opportunity to say hi. Do follow us on, on Facebook and just check out any of our new releases. We have some, uh, some things happening in Q1 and some really, really big things down the road. So, yeah. Now I got Miss Iron Binoya from Razor Z Gold PH. Good day to you. And I heard this is your first time here at ESGS. Uh, how are you doing here? And tell me about what your booth has in store here for everyone attending. ESGS 2018. Actually, so yeah, this is our first time here in ESGS and we're really excited that we were able to participate here. Uh, what we have on booth is the, some giveaways from Razer. So it's uh, the mechanics of for winning those items are very simple. Uh, in addition to that, our participation with uh, Mobile Esports Arena is we were able to um, gather some support from our uh, top contents like Mobile Legends, um, Dragon Nest, PUBG Mobile, Hearthstone, and uh, what you call the other game. Oh, uh, you mean Justifier? Oh, okay, okay, okay. So uh, yesterday I got to see your booth. It's very busy. A lot of people watching, people playing Mobile Legends. You guys even have some special guests like DJ Leo and GG Easy. Were those the guys yesterday? Yeah, actually, it's uh, from Mo Mobile Esports. Me Mesa. It's Mesa. from S Mesa. So they are the, the host for the uh, on booth. So yeah, so we've been ruffling out razor razor peripherals like the Kraken and even uh, Z Gold Mole points, free Z Gold Mole points. Okay. For those of us here at Third World Gaming who have no idea, like me. What are these Z Gold, you know, points? So it's uh, my pleasure to introduce to you about what is Z Gold Mall points. So Z Gold Mall points is a virtual currency for gamers. So it's a virtual currency used to uh, top up for the top contents right now, like Mobile Legends. So you buy mobile, uh, you buy Z Gold Mall points to purchase uh, diamonds for for Mobile Legends. So these are actually useful for those gamers who doesn't have credit cards mm. because they can purchase it uh, with the cash that they have. Nice. So the Z Gold Mall points is available for as low as twenty pesos. And where can they find it? Z Gold Mall points is available in over 120,000 retail mm. partners. So that includes um, Load Central. If you're familiar with Load Central, Load Central is partnered with the top pawn shops here in the Philippines. So we so we have um, Cebuana Luwilier and Palawan Pawn Shop. And other than that, if gamers are not uh, not familiar with the with these channels or part, uh, payment partners, they can actually go to 7-Eleven. Oh, see, 7-Eleven, that's where most of us go to actually every day. So if we just need your those currency, we can just go straight to 7-Eleven. That's very convenient. Yeah, yeah. Aside from that, if the gamers have the bank accounts, so they can pay through uh, Dragon Pay. So we have BDO, Metro Bank, and BPI, and other and other banks that are present here in the Philippines. Nice. That's very good. So anywhere in social media or online, we can follow you guys at. Yes. Zigol Mall Points Philippines is, uh, you can follow us in Facebook. So we are, Facebook ID is Mall, uh, Mall Philippines. Uh, Facebook.com slash Mall Philippines. All right, ma'am. Thank you so much. And we can't wait to see you guys downstairs yet again. All right. Uh, we got a friend of ours here who's also part of Critical Index. 
You may have heard him a few episodes back talking about Overwatch. He's our friend Dax or Daxcasts. Hello, Daxcast. What are you doing here this year at ESGS 2018, my friend? Hello, my friend. I am uh, hosting at the Zowie booth this ESGS 2018 since we're doing uh, Overwatch events courtesy of Overwatch PH. Care to tell us more about this event? I heard you say one-on-one thing. Yeah, so the initial plan was the one-on-one thing was going to be for all three days. But what happened was since we were included in the MSI raffle uh, system, mm-hmm. we had to accommodate more people than we initially expected. So instead, we moved the one we want to only be a final at Sunday mm-hmm. with the s- same grand prize. But on the initial days, we, ha- we just brought back our favorite classic, the Duo Junkenstein Challenge. Fix it up a little to make it a little more challenging and having the day one and two prizes for the one we want be the prizes for the Junkenstein instead. So the first four pairs, I believe, are the ones who are going to win out for that one. It was already hard last year. You guys are sadists. Just saying. Just kidding. That's <laughs> how you get them back. That's how you get them to come back. To beat them up more. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Wow, man. <laughs> that's, that's mad. But yeah, anyway, so how is your experience this year for ASGS 2018? Honestly, it's very casual this time. We don't have a super big boot like Predator last year, but this time I'm just working with Zoe. It's very grounded. It's a more enclosed space, but it is a lot easier to handle in terms of being around the boot and everything like that. Even though we honestly had an... A line we never really expected. We didn't, like, uh, the volume of people, they were just already going in a circle. And we had to make some adjustments to our program just to accommodate everyone as much as possible. So, yeah, it's really good to see everyone being interested to play Overwatch. You know, it's not that game, it's not a game that's too popular around here, but it is something that is more or less booming in and out. And it's something that is having a huge audience this year. Amen. And man, I was there earlier just to pull you out. Lots of people still lining up as we speak. Where can we find you again online, Mr. Dax? So uh, I just want to give a shout out to everyone who has participated in the all the Zowie Overrush stuff. Thank you. Thank you to Zowie for giving us an outlet. Thank you for MSI for all the prizes as well. And thank you to the community in showing up and helping out in the booth as well, even if they had to pay for the entrance. Really, really tight-knit, guys. If you guys are going to be here tomorrow, feel free to drop by the Zowie booth for... Uh, the 1v1 as well as the rest of the Junkenstein proper. If you are going to look for my stuff, especially in all my casting, it's going to be at facebook.com slash daxcast. My page is just daxcast. Just so you can see, look for that. Don't forget to put the cast because you might end up somewhere you never really expected. Also, uh, I have a Twitch. That's where I do my streams. Twitch.tv slash daxph. And the community for Overrush will be found at facebook.com slash groups slash overrushph. Nice. And yeah, Congratulations to the one who will be winning on the third day, the 1v1. And thank you once again, Dax. Can't wait to talk to you again soon, man. Thanks, Jan. The pleasure's all mine. And if you think ESES is all about esports, video games, PCs, phones, you're dead wrong, cuz my friend right now has a booth here and they're playing Dungeons and Dragons like pen and paper, man. This ain't the RPG video game type thing. This is the real deal. 
I'm with my friend Migs Montilla of Adventures Anonymous, and we're gonna talk about their booth here at ESGS 2018. Sup, Migs? How are you doing? Care to tell us about Adventures Anonymous? Sure, no problem. So, Adventures Anonymous is a group of D&D players who are passionate about uh, running and um, organizing events for um, D&D, particularly the Adventure League format. So, Adventure League is uh, very similar. It's a place like D&D, except rather than having one group and sticking to one table for one adventure, you can actually play your character with different uh, DMs. So I could DM you for one game, and you can transfer it to someone else. AL also allows us to ha have these major conventions as well. We we do small events um, that allow that has multiple tables playing one game of D and D, and in one in some cases, um, a one table messing up could screw up another table's adventure. Oh man, that's not gonna be good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. We're, we brought we were asked here by Ludos to um, have a D&D table where we're opening games to newbies so you come to our booth we'll help you make a character and we'll run a game for you wait you said you character how about if I have a character already can oh. I can I pull it out yeah yeah if you have another adventure league character that you played on someone else's table um, you can definitely bring him in up to level like you can bring in a level three. You can bring in whatever level you want. We can uh, facilitate a game for you as well. Oh, ho, ho. I think I might come back here tomorrow because this is day one, and you guys got two more days after this. So, how does it feel to be part of ESGS? Because this is the first time I'm seeing you guys here. Oh yeah, it's our first time. It's great. Like, I love the place, and um, yeah, I'm I'm hoping to bring in more D and D players. To be honest, yeah. So we're grabbing some gamers, making them to D&D gamers soon, huh? Of course, gamers are gamers, regardless of whatever you're playing, yeah. Right, so I'm looking forward to seeing you guys here, all three days of ESGS 2018. Thank you for your time, Mix. I just grabbed you and you were about to DM. So it's about, I, I guess the adventure is about to start in your table. We'll see you around and thank you. I hope to see you next year. And before I go, where can we see you? On the Facebook pages? Oh yeah, you can find our Facebook page, uh, Adventures Anonymous. So we we cater to like you can find our events there and updates from us there as well. Thank you very much, Martin. Oh, thank you very much, Mix. Great seeing you again. <laughs> Great seeing you again. All right, take care, man. All right, for the second part of this episode, I got to chat with a couple of my friends who were also covering, but one of my favorite interviews was this one with my friend Emil and we talked about a certain booth that had some free demos which included RE2 and Devil May Cry 5 and then we did a little interplay and asked him his experience from ESGS 2018 on what demo he played for RE2 and what he played back at the Tokyo Game Show. Alright, so let's check it out man. We're recording this one, day one. Uh, this is Martin again. And right now I have a good friend here, Mr. Emil Joseph from whatsageek.com. And we're gonna discuss slightly about the games we played in the very famous Capcom booth that's having a long line. And this is just day one, right, Emil? Yep, just day one and it is super crowded. 
I hope people don't have to wait too long to get their hands on these games because, wow, they're amazing. And I'm happy to note that at least this year, it's two games in Capcom instead of one game where everyone was just lining up like crazy last year. Last year was what? Monster Hunter World? Monster Hunter World. Uh, this time they have Devil May Cry 5 and Resident Evil 2. And they have more than one console. It's three and three each or is it two for Devil May Cry? I couldn't remember. I saw the setup like two for DMC5. And then three for, three for, uh, for RE2. But... Uh, sadly, as a PlayStation 4 fan, I had to use an Xbox controller and my tiny hands. Same, same. This is actually my first time to play in an Xbox controller for a long while. Last time I played an Xbox was Xbox 360. This is Xbox One. Yeah, so, you know, just management of expectations. PlayStation <laughs> faithful? Yes, yes. So today we got to play RE2 and we both picked Leon's. Uh, Leon Kennedy. So I'd like to, well, I'm going to discuss this maybe with Charles again, but i like to say it reminded me of those days in grade school when I just entered RPD after so many times getting eaten and mauled on the streets of Raccoon City because I couldn't figure out the controls. Totally the same. Um, but like for me, most of my experience was uh, in third person, meaning I'm not the one actually playing the game. Oh. I just sit back and watch, watch them play because my nerves are too soft for this kind of game. So when I'm the one who actually played the game, so, oh my God, I had to <laughs> steal my nerves. All right. And nerves of steel because this is one of the most famous survival horror games of all time. And now it's making a remake after 20 years. Oh, yeah. 20 years. So, can you give me your thoughts of your playthrough with an Xbox controller of Mr. Kennedy? Leon Kennedy. Mr. Leon Kennedy. Well, it was the same build that was featured in E3 2018 and the same one that was featured in TGS 2018. So, it was a kind of familiar. I mean, you already seen the gameplay. You kind of know what to do. Of course, it's a completely different story when you're the one... In control and controlling it with, especially for me with an unfamiliar controller, I was getting into it, getting a feel. Of course, uh, the only small tiny drawback about playing it here at ESGS, they didn't provide you with headphones, so you really couldn't immerse yourself in with the audio environment and the sound design. Uh, because I know when I played the Claire one before, you can really get. The, get nervous when you hear the rattling of the roofs and the clanging of the metal. So here you rem remove that part of it, but you do get the feel of the the, the shadows and the movement. And at least now that they've t removed the tank controls of the original games, oh, yeah. it's a little bit more smooth to play. Uh, taking it from the RE4 way of playing now. And speaking of which, you did mention this. You played the Claire scenario in TSG 2018 in uh, Japan yeah, and also Devil May Cry 5 <laughs> so uh, I know you have an article out there and we will link it down below guys don't worry so yes you went to TGS 2018 care to tell us how your experience was playing Devil May Cry 5 and the Claire scenario of RE2 on a PlayStation controller which is doesn't Maybe hopefully day two and three they have a PlayStation part, right? Yeah. Or if ever, but for those who didn't get to play the Leon scenario, uh, the Claire scenario here at ESGS or DMC5 like me, 
I might try it day two or three, but what could they expect? Uh, let's start with the Claire scenario and then let's go on to the next game, which is Devil May Cry 5. Well, the Claire scenario starts the same way, the slow, uh, dark, dark, you descend into a dark basement and you're getting a feel. But then right when you try to approach Sherry, was it Sherry? Sherry Birkin? Yep, yep. Um, that's when you get you know, the intense boss battles that RE is also famous for. And again, you had to get used to the controls because RE4 style, but it's a bit easier now. But then it's, it doesn't remove the sense of panic that you have because at least these are not simple zombies. These are, this is the big boss monster. And then, of course, you have to shoot him in the head a couple of times and make sure you don't miss, you don't panic and miss. And then, as we all know from RE games, when you see the big glowy part, <laughs> you shoot the big glowy part. Big glowy parts, weakness, possibly. Yep. So that's a good way to teach gamers the obvious things to do. Uh, so it, was, it still took me a couple of times because, again, I grew up just watching these games and not actually playing them. So I am not afraid to admit that I did get gruesomely killed on more than one occasion. And it was Tokyo Game Show, so it was in Japanese. Oh yeah, there's that. There was that language that part, though. the language barrier. But luckily, the the audio was in English, so I was able to appreciate that. But then I had to figure out the controls uh, off memory from previous games. So there was that, and then of course, uh, they, they since they provided you earphones at the time, you really get a better sense of the audio design, the, the sound design, and you hear the the blood curdling cry as the monster attacks you. And the you know the, the panting when you are able to escape that kind of deal, so it's pretty cool. Uh, how about uh, Devil May Cry Five? Your experience on the Tokyo Game Show? Oh, Devil May Cry Five was a real return to form for me. Uh, it brought back memories. Of course, I was I was always a Dante fan, so get, getting to play Nero was a, a pretty a pretty awesome consolation on the offhand but then you get to uh, get into the groove of using all the items the buttons of the items again and then the new feature the devil breaker I think it's devil breaker devil bringer uh, where you get to change arms and then you get different kinds of abilities based on those items the, my favorite one was the one where you could I don't remember the name of the, of the arm anymore but it's the one where you could surf on your flying arm and attack people with like ollies and shit so there's that and then you get to feel it's the the usual you get the, the big insectoid monsters and then the giant tentacles and then a reminiscent of the first game where you have those guys with the giant scythe skeleton monsters oh those scythe monsters oh damn it i have a bad time with those in dmc1 <laughs> but yeah um where can we find you online i heard it's what's a geek uh, you can find us in facebook.com slash what's a geek, uh, instagram.com slash what's geek, and twitter.com slash what's a geek. And if I'm allowed to personally plug myself, you can follow me on Twitter, EZOLA19. That's EZOLA19. All right, thanks, Emil. And I can't wait to see what's in store here at ESGS, even though it's just day one and we're, this is going to be coming out the week after. Fine. You know what? Let me ask you, what? are you looking forward to in the next three days here? Wow, I'm definitely looking forward to the Square Enix presentation with the Left Alive producer, if uh, I cannot recall his name right now. I am looking forward to seeing the uh, Road to Nationals uh, for both Dota 2 and Tekken. Uh, I am looking forward to the arena for some side casual games. 
Uh, I hope to brush up my Soul Calibur 6 oh. gameplay. Uh, cosplay competition is always fun to watch. And of course, all the indie games and the game projects, they're very, very good to check out because it helps you get a gauge of the future development of the Philippines. Oh, uh, also shout out to Garrison Archangel, uh, Academia, uh, Projects and Data. Those are all good. And please, guys, check out the Artist Alley. They got some super cool stuff, especially if you're a fan of Persona 5, uh, Overwatch, Street Fighter. They've got awesome, awesome cool gear, over, uh, merch. Persona 5? Persona 5. Makoto? Yes. Oh my god! I'm going there! Um, oh, sorry, sorry. Um, before that, um, yes. Thank. I'm so looking forward to that too, Emil. Thank you for this brief interview. We'll totally have fun this weekend, ESGS. And remember, you can catch him and his articles at whatsageek.com. And you can follow him on Twitter again at... Twitter.com slash whatsageek. And my personal is EZOLA19. Thank you. All right, I want to round up this episode with a big bang. How big of a bang is this? Well, let's just say it converges with another show of Channel 14 with Third World Gaming as my next two guests come from the fighting game community of the Philippines. And one of these guests is someone I've been trying to get in my other show, Jobber Talk, for the past few years. And he's here now to talk about ESGS's fighting game arena and their experience on the road to Nationals Tekken 7 Finals the day prior. Let's just cut the suspense already and reveal that my next two guests are Elite Pika and the voice of PWR, Mr. Potts Estrada. And this is day three. I have a very, very, I have two special guests here right now. One is some guy you might have heard of before at PWR. The other is his co-caster yesterday at the Road to Nationals. These guys are the voice of the Tekken wing of Road to Nationals. They're Potts Estrada and Mr. Pika. Good day to you guys. Uh, Kindly introduce your voices to the listeners of Third World Gaming. So hi, hello everyone listening. Um, yeah, as Martin said, I in in my in a, in a previous life, not really previous life, but in another life of mine, I do uh, the ring. I am the ring announcer of PWR, but I also co-cast in Tekken. And my mentor over here to my right is actually Elite Pico over here. I'm gonna pass the mic to him right now. All right, all right. So some of you may know me as the guy with a lot of aliases and in the Tekken community. So yes, Elite Pika here. Very, very uh, happy to have Martin guest me here. And uh, yeah, we have a lot to talk about. It's, it's all Tekken from here on out. No, the pleasure's all mine, guys. Like, uh, two legends are talking to me right now in the Tekken community locally. So may I first ask, what are you guys doing here this year at ESGS 2018? And how's your experience so far in the past three days? Mr. Potts. Okay, so yeah, we could actually talk. We could share the mic. Yeah, you go so, first. Yeah, um, well, on day two, we actually casted the finals of the Road to the Nationals Tekken leg top eight. Me and Pika actually have been, every weekend we've been casting uh, the provincial legs, and now this was the culmination of everything. So yeah, for so we've been casting every weekend the provincial leg, and now it's the culmination of everything. So that just happened last night, and it ended like at one thirty. And the work is still yet to happen because we today we we have more st- things to do, right, Pika? Oh yes, definitely. You know, as somebody who's been casting for a, what a good two years now, I would say, and ESGS. This is my 
third year, I suppose, third or fourth, one of the, one of those, I I would say that each year just gets more interesting. And this year, having two Tekken events, that's that's something new, because it's 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 uh, it's usually just that one. It was Brawl Fest before. Now we have Fighting Game Arena, but the stakes are not any you know they're not any less because uh, for Fighting Game Arena, the win the winner does go to Evo, and that's Evo Japan. That is, and that's very very heavy. Um, one one more case in point here is that. Um, the road to the nationals, as as mentioned earlier, that was gruesome. I've been say I've been saying that a lot because these guys, um, just to get to that top eight, just to get to that top eight, that's already a burden. And mind you, mind you, top eight doesn't really secure your slot in in, in the qualifying, you know, because we've seen the towers fall from mm -hmm. from from those uh, from those tournaments. And here's the good thing about back back then, road to the nationals, lose one and you can attend the next one. True. It's all up to you. We've seen one guy do four qualifiers out of Ooh. five or six. Oh. Geo. 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 <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Persistent. He flew all the way from uh, from uh, Davao, Cebu, Davao, Cagayan de Oro, then Manila. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. Well, yeah. Thank you so much for hearing us out. You know, it's it's been uh it's been quite a ride, especially the nationals. But like Poch said, the journey's not over. Yeah. The journey last night was the road to nationals, and the finals was PBE AK versus PBE Dojin. It was like the callback to last year's Brawl Fest 2017 when it was those two again. And speaking of that, this year it's the fighting arenas. The, whoever wins the Tekken in gets to go to, gets to, go to Evo. Right. Last year it was in Brawl Fest. And it, the winner was AK? But both AK and Dojin qualified for Evo 2018. So who won last night between those two for Road to Nationals? Last night, last night was um, PBE. It was PBE Dojin's uh, reign because for the past ESGS, is uh, re realistically speaking, it was AK. It was AK who bagged the wins. But last night, like I said, every dog has his day, and it was Dojin who, who came out on top. Yeah, last night he was really sharp. It was really Dojin's night. Honestly, like between the two, it's you just gotta like who's hungrier, or you just gotta flip a coin with these two because they're the top top dogs in the Tekken scene. But not discrediting the guy that bagged third place, which was Elite Jules, which is this guy's brother. And this man had to actually call it down the middle. <laughs> was sweating his entire the entire time. So yeah, again, the Tekken scene is alive and kicking here in the Philippines. And thank you so much again, Martin, for having us. Because I mean, we love talking Tekken, obviously. Right. And after this interview, you guys will be talking Tekken, because the main event of the H3, of the fighting arena is the Tekken Seven Finals. And just like Brawl Fest of last year, the winner is gonna have a one-way ticket to Evo 2019. Oh, oh, fine. Maybe round trip. Maybe round trip. We have bad experiences of a one-way trip. If that did happen. We're hoping it's a round trip ticket this time. Yes. Agreed, agreed. So, where can our listeners find you guys online? If you have social media or a Facebook like page. Yeah, POTS. I know you have something. Uh, yeah. Um, well, uh, you can follow me at underscore Potch Spice on Instagram, Twitter, Discord, wherever you guys want to. Also see me at PWR, <laughs> the Facebook page of PWR. Also on FGC Fridays, you'll see me and Pika over there at Playbook. So just come on down to FGC Fridays all the way in Playbook and we'll have a gay old time. Okay, here's Pika. <laughs> 
Perfect, perfect. As for me, uh, like I said, the guy with the many aliases, and, and I'm not really hard to find, you know. You know, go, go to a local Tekken spot, see a guy with a black tank top, and you would know it's me. <laughs> In a way, no. Well, kidding, kidding aside, though, um, just kind of look for me uh, on Instagram, that's Pika Lozano, and on Twitter, that's Danelle Lozano. That's uh, Danelle underscore Lozano. That is my uh, username on Twitter. And, and... On the lowdown for, uh, not just for me, I'm going to plug my team as well, you know, um, because uh, I carry the hashtag, it's Pika Lozano. That's for me. However, if you want, if you want, if you want to get info, not just for me and from me, my team as well, that, that, in, that includes Elite Jewels, even PBE Doji, and kindly just follow Team Elite TKPH. That's Team Elite TKPH. That's, that's our hashtag. So you're going to see, you're going to see all of our, all of our adventures, you know, got, uh, gathering with Korean top players, um, uh, like B plus and Kudans and Low High, so on and so forth. Just follow the, the, that hashtag and you'll definitely see something worth, uh, worth basking in, in, in the Tekken scene. Thanks, Martin. Thank you once again, Potts and Pika. Wishing you guys all the best in a couple of minutes. And we can't wait to see you guys downstairs on the fighting arena. And that's it for this episode of Third World Gaming featuring Critical Index on a recap of ESGS 2018. I'd like to give my thanks once more to the people I got to interview and gave their time to me and to our dear listeners here at Third World Gaming. Please do check out the links below on this page to check them out online. Finally, I would like to give a special shout out, special thanks to Garite Concepts and GG Network for giving us access here at the Media Lounge for ESGS to conduct these interviews. Also, a very, very special thank you specifically to Mr. Jason Dyrit for allowing me and the rest of the Critical Index crew to be part of the media coverage as content creators. I, for one, am looking forward to ESGS 2019 and what the future holds for not just ESGS as an event, but also for the community that this event has been cultivating in the past few years. So on behalf of Critical Index, this is Martin signing out for this episode of Third World Gaming. But you know what? You can help this show and this site unsuck by being a monthly patron. That's patreon.com. You can also follow us on the Twitter. That's at CH14 on the Twitter. Um, if you have a Facebook, you can like one of my shows, Jobber Talk. And speaking of Jobber Talk, Jobber Talk will be back next week. I will be. Reviewing PWR Live Shake, Wrestle, and Roll, while a very special guest will review with me MWF5 Todos Los Wrestling. Check it out. Check out our other shows of Bodega Nights, Third World Linux, and Radio Norm. And that's it, guys. Till the next episode of Third World Gaming, this is Martin of Critical Index, signing out. Mm -hmm.